<laughs> yeah, man. That That's hot saying, shit man. right there, you know man. So what we gonna do? We gonna networks are not even getting clicks like that so this show is like there's an opportunity for this what we're doing here on this show remember we want you to be an activist and don't take our word for it look that shit up pulley They want my shoes to get soaked and have to walk around with cushy feet, time to bathe. Oh, I do want to talk about that. I want to talk about hygiene. Where's my pen? Oh, yeah, I already wrote notes about that. Fucking hygiene, man. What, what happened to hygiene, y'all? What happened to hygiene, y'all? What the fuck happened to hygiene, y'all? You know, when I say hygiene, I mean like, Brushing your teeth, you know, taking a shower, you know, combing your hair. You know what I mean? Simple stuff like that. Changing your clothes. <laughs> Put it on fresh, clean clothes. What happened to that, y'all? What the fuck happened? As I look around, I noticed that um, hygiene is not very fucking... Um, for this generation, hygiene is not a it's not very high on their priority list. And it doesn't even bother them. I don't know why it doesn't bother them. It bothers the shit out of me, but I guess cuz the whole generation is doing the same thing, it doesn't it, that it doesn't bother them. I don't I don't I don't I don't get it. I don't get it. Um, you know, people clearly not brushing their teeth regularly. <laughs> Women and men are clearly not combing their hair regularly. You know, that's a part of your hair's health, right? You can't just keep putting a hat or a hair hat or keep putting whatever the fuck over your head or keep wrapping it or whatever the fuck you're doing. You can't keep doing that. You have to comb it out every now and then, bro. Brush it, comb it out. That's part of the hygiene of your hair. It makes your hair healthy. It takes out all the old, dead, dying, damaged hair. You know what I'm saying? And it makes you healthier overall. Same thing with the dental care. Taking care of your teeth. That's connected to heart health, diabetes, all of that shit. Brushing your teeth is is not just, you know, it's 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 a maintenance of your body to to for health purposes too. So hygiene and health go together. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, you take care of your hygiene better and you'll be healthier. You know, it's really simple. But this generation got shortcuts for everything and they got side steps for everything. And they fucking, you know, they, 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 they feel like they don't have to brush their teeth every day. They feel like they don't have to take a shower or bath regularly. They don't, they feel like they don't have to comb their hair. And I, that's what I see. And it's because of the clout and all this fake shit that's out there. That's why I don't like fake shit. That's why I don't like people who um, put on a lot of makeup or I don't like the big lashes. I don't like the weave. I don't like the fake butts. I don't like the fake titties. You're way more attractive the way God made you. Trust and believe that. 
God made you perfectly. There's no reason for you to modify it. What's up, Pat? You there? It says China locks down nine. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, I can hear you now. I couldn't hear you at first. Yeah, my headset was tripping. Yeah, man. I was talking about hygiene, man. It seems like this generation then then let then left hygiene behind. The younger folks. Oh, really? I don't know what's been your experience, but from what I can see, you know, the teeth brushing and putting on deodorant, taking a bath, combing your hair, that shit is out of style. Really? I mean, really. I'm not even joking, bro. I'm not I'm not even exaggerating. I mean So parents are not teaching their kids hygiene no more? I don't think it's that. I don't think it's that. But some of these parents, these kids are raising kids already. So that's one aspect of it. But no, I just think that the generation has turned their back on it. It's because they have so many things that they can use instead of doing the work. It's, they're lazy as fuck. That's the way I see it. And um, it's just this generation has many ways to avoid doing those things, you know, to cover up, you know, the fact that they're not doing these things. You get what I'm saying? It's because of the weaves, the hair, the 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 man wigs. You know what I'm saying? The makeup, man, the perfumes. Yeah, bro, you're not hip. My my barber does them. My barber does them all the time. Oh no! I, yeah, you know what? I have seen like on uh, Facebook or somewhere where they and do a. They're really uh, good. You're not gonna be able to tell. Some... Yeah, you can't tell really. You can't tell. They're well, really, you, really you, good. You know, you, you know that's what Steve Harvey used to wear, right? Yeah, I'm not. I'm probably still now, huh? His damn fro looks the same all the damn time. No, nah, nah, he's he's bald headed now. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. He went, right. went totally bald. Yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah. Let me so... hit this girl, Park. She didn't hit my mirror once. I want to hear what Lotto has to say. I just like to hear her talk. See that, that hate comment? I'm going to try to make your ass eat your words. You I'm the wrong bitch to hate on. She's so cute. Because I try to prove everybody wrong. Mm. So if you don't want to see me win, you should probably fake act like a fan. Because <laughs> if I see that, that hate coming, I'm going to try to make your ass eat your words. You're going to go harder. I'm going to go harder. I'm the wrong bitch to hate on. Because mm. I try to prove everybody wrong. Mm. So if you I don't hold want up. to see me win, you should probably fake hold act like a fan. Because uh. I'm... If I, go that way just... No, that way. <laughs> All right. Oh, well, let me move, mute. I'm the wrong bitch to hate on. Because the enemy don't want me to go where I'm going. And neither do the hypocrites. So there's a, a death plot. 
hatched by the government to be carried out by my own people. Well, do you think that I'm afraid? Hey, listen, listen, why don't you walk in my shoes for a day? If the government can't frighten me and the Jews and their power can't frighten me, how the hell you think you gonna scare me with a gun? The enemy don't want me to go where I'm going. And neither do the hypocrites. So there's a, a death plot. Hatched by the government to be carried out by my own people. Well, do you think that I'm afraid? Hey, listen, listen, why don't you walk in my shoes for a day? If the government can't frighten me and the Jews and their power can't frighten me, how the hell you think you gonna scare me with a gun? Hmm. I don't know. It sounds like he's projecting Malcolm X's story on himself. So, I mean, he's saying that I guess somebody there's a there was an assassination plot on him. So it sounds like what he's saying. But who knows? That's um, just a clip clip from a speech. So we don't know the. Um, how long? Know. How how long ago was that? Ah, uh, again, I don't know anything about it other than that clip. You know, that's how this goes. This is uh, this is Instagram. Let's see if they say. Well, why would it oh, it says. Be, if he being, it says the if, enemy. If, if he being true and loyal to. If he being let, true let, and loyal to his people, then. Yeah. Well, but he said the government. He said the government hatched out a plan to be carried out by his own people. Let me read the comments. Yeah, to be carried out by his own people. That's what he said. It says the enemy doesn't want yeah. me to go where I'm going, and neither do the hypocrites. So there's a death plot hatched by the government to be carried out by my own people. Well, do you think I'm afraid? It says video the swing song delivered on Sunday, February 27th, 2022, at Mosque Miriam, Chicago, Illinois. So. Yeah, it know says on one of the song. heaviest parts of the swan song. So is he talking about a song? Let's see, yeah, I don't know the context, y'all. So I ain't gonna um, speculate. Cause it says the swan song, you know, dot org. But I guess that's just the um, name of the. I, I'm not hip, y'all. I, I think that's the name of the the like sermon or something. This is Justice Smollett. Well, that, that was the yeah say that 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 was the Savior's Day um uh title one song. And okay, a, like a four hour thing that I totally ignored. I didn't want to hear it. Yeah. You know. So well, you see, it's, see how far it was off of my radar. 
I didn't even know it happened. Look, let's let's hear Jesse because it, it's got to be at least a little bit entertaining. This is, I think, this is his page. Ain't you supposed to be in jail, nigga? Didn't they just sentence you? How are you making fucking videos? Um, at the county jail, it's the enemy don't want me to go where. So Jesse is currently in a psych ward. Um, oh, this at the county jail, it's. What's very concerning is that there was a note attached to his paperwork today and clipped on the front of his um, jail cell saying that he's at risk of self-harm. I want to just make it clear to folks that he is in no way, shape, or form at risk of self-harm. Um, and he wants to let folks know that, that he is, and he is very stable, he is very strong, he is very healthy and ready to take on the challenge that ultimately has been put up against him. Um, this is not right. This is, this is completely lack of justice, it's it's angering, it's an outrage, but he ultimately knows what he needs to do. So we wanna make sure that folks understand that, you know, whatever whatever inside Cook County Jail, they may, what assumptions they be, may be making, I don't know why they even have him in a psych ward. Um, we still have not gotten clear answers there and why he's even in a psych ward. And they've recently added to his documentation that um, he's at risk of harming himself. That is absolutely not true. Um, so please, make sure y'all are spreading facts. The media is going to report a lot of false information and we really need our people, the people who support us to continue checking folks and making sure that that false information um, does not go unchecked. So on top this of that, if folks just really continue yeah. reposting things. There's been um, a post from my page, from Jake's page, from Jazz's page, from Journey's page, all around the hashtag free Jesse um, hashtag. If you could repost that, repost similar images, make your own images, always just include the hashtag free Jesse. And we think it's best if you tag Cook County Jail um, along with it. We're, we're really just trying to make sure we can get as much um, engagement and attention on this, so on this injustice as possible. Um, thank you so much for the just prayers. Thank you so much for the support that folks have given us thus far. Um, and to the, the influencers, to the influential people out there, to the activists, to the organizers, we need you. We seriously need you all. We we need you to step up. This is this has gotten to the point where, you know, it's it's been gone too far. But we are talking about, you know, a, a very serious situation. We need folks' support and getting our brother out of jail. He never should have been in jail. He was attacked. He is innocent. He is innocent. And even if you don't believe in his innocence, you should believe that he should be free. He should not. <sighs> okay, if you say so. Well, I'm, I mean, I'm, if that I'm was my brother, makes sense. Look, if, if that was my brother, I'd probably be talking just like him. You know what I'm saying? That's well, you know, I, I, I'm gonna say it like this: How many times have uh, women accused someone of rape and find out later that there was never any rape? Yeah. The guy went to jail, he comes home or, you know, eventually gets out because they say that they didn't do anything, but nothing ever happens to the female. Right. Well, I kind of look at it kind of the same way because he inflicted harm on himself at the least. You know what I'm saying? How, why, you know, that's just like trying to put somebody in prison for attempting to attempt suicide. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just... 
it doesn't really make sense to me. You know, okay, he maybe have some fines and some charges, you know, like pay some fines or something for, you know, having the police go out and do all what they did, but actually having them do, you know, you know get sentenced to jail time because of the foolery is kind of, I don't know, it's kind of out there. I don't, I don't really get it. Like, it doesn't, I mean, you know, never did any of this make sense to me, you know, from the beginning, the whole story that was made up or, or that, or look, I, I only want to, because I mean, he said he, he, there's, he's still holding his innocence. So whatever uh, happened, I don't know if he's supposed to get, uh, because if he did, if he called, you know, claimed somebody did whatever to him, and it just never happened, then the only charges should be that, you know, okay, he used police to... So then that should just be a fine, right? Because it costs money. So then they just should... Because I get what you're saying. You're saying, where's the victim? Who's the victim? Yeah, I mean, and you, you charge the victim for victimizing themselves. I mean, it just, it doesn't... You know, yeah, like so where, the how are they, but how, how is that justice? To, I, I, I disagree with you though, because those chicks who claim rape, them bitches need to fucking go to jail. And I think that like, it's a lot of times I, with that, I, with the I, statutory I, situations, like when the chick is like 17 or 16 and she, she, um, you know, misrepresented her age and then the guy goes to jail. I think she should get in trouble too, bro. Like maybe not as severe or whatever, but that there's a problem with that in the law. I I, I agree. I and but my, my reason for saying the whole thing about women saying that had something happened to them, but nothing ever did. They never get charged. So yeah, you know, him saying it. something happened to him, and yeah, that's my only reason for saying that. Right. So why how come they don't how come he gets charged and they don't? That's what you're like saying. Them. Yeah. So 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 yeah. So yeah. so what the hell? Um, you know, um I, I get it. Um yeah. I don't really care much about the subject at all. Um <laughs> I, I hate to not feel sympathetic, but the but the part about yeah. the law being not right and you know the, the 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 point you brought up you know the chick that the chick said somebody raped her she ruined this dude's life bro that's a crime there's a victim that guy that she said raped her he's a victim yeah. therefore yeah, she should go to jail and like i said i mean and, and she should definitely go to jail but in most cases they don't like i mean even the you know this the old lady who um, made the total lie on um, Emmett Till. Like, I don't give a shit how old you are. Your ass need to go to jail or... Still, to this day, go through the whole court process just like any other criminal. Yeah. No matter how old you are. They they go get old people all the time. They just charge somebody with war crimes from... um, Damn it. What was it related to? Can't remember what it's related to. It was an old dude in a wheelchair. He old as fuck, but he did some war crimes. 
shit, Bill Cosby. Like they know yeah. what kind of deal they made with him, and then they false like, you know, the the court act as if like they didn't know. Like, come on now, like don't the DA knew. Like, I mean, all of them knew that there was a deal that was made that if he, you know, because of the civil charges that uh, was up against him, if he, you know, agreed to, because you know they do all these plea deals all the yeah. time. So right, whether he was, you know, whether he was right or wrong, if he accepts a certain deal, then they would let him go. But... You know, it was like it's just they fought yeah, that to and, the Supreme Court. One. They were still trying to lock him back up. The Supreme Court just recently, uh, maybe last week or earlier this week, kicked out. You know, they they but, they they, but it they was upheld a deal like the earlier it, courts. But see, but that's the, the see that's the problem, and that and that's like I mean, you know, I think that's one of the bigger problems with some of these plea deals is that you know just so people somebody can you know a person can get some peace or like you got to admit that you did something wrong even when you know you didn't and the only option here is like or makes sense legally is to just say okay all right you know what all right I, yeah i did it just so i can go home and you know, in the plea that's or, you know that's do, the you know what i'm saying that is a um that is a easy clearly indication of the corruption of our system because most cases, I think it's like 80 or 90% of cases go to plea. And they're always telling you, you know, that you don't want to go to yeah, trial. No. And it's always talking about, you know, like, and then their excuse well, is court costs. But if 80, 90% of the damn cases don't even go, what fucking cost did that cost for to get somebody to do a plea? Like, you didn't have to get no jury. You didn't have to get no judge, really. The fuck, man. Um, I mean, the judge got to be there to do his job anyway, and then I guess the D, like all of them, work on salary. I, uh, I believe, you know, except for the uh, defense. So it's like, what's? I don't it's know. bull. It's bullshit, and the plea is the perfect. Uh, if people study how the cases, most cases get done through please they'll see the corruption of our system really clearly yeah let me hear what Mike, because michael i mean to say. let me play this michael clip i'm just curious can we just do it again without the just the negative saying that you don't like the tour just i don't like it i know but see, this i is, go through hell i go through hell okay then i'll make it positive yeah it's just well you know the truth yeah and action michael I love to tour. <laughs> <laughs> you guys must shut up. Why you all start laughing? I'm ready to get into it. Can we just do it again without the, just the negative saying that you don't like the tour? Just I don't like it. Though. I know, but you, see, this I go through is, hell. What setting up though? I, don't know, but I go through hell tour. Okay, then. He said, I don't like it, though. I love the two. <laughs> man, that's an example of how the media is and everything that we see is fucking fake. Just like that. That's just how it goes. Mm -hmm. What we want the people to see is this. So can you say that for us? 
I guess. If y'all paying me enough, I guess. And that's pretty much the case. Fucking Candace Owens. Fucking um, Rachel Maddow, nigga. Like, uh, can you imagine? Like, how many millions does he make for that one night, though? Tell my who you talking about? MJ? Like when, Mike, when Mike was touring. And this Probably was like, you know what I'm saying? Like back in the 90s, uh, when was his last tour? Real yeah, he was, last tour. Yeah, he was he was filling up stadiums. So, and those tickets weren't cheap. No, none of them. Not even like the nosebleed. So, yeah. Huge check. But that just show, I mean, you know, and a lot of artists say, you know, that touring sucks. That they're, It's a job. It's work, you know? People think it's show business yeah. or whatever. It's all fun and shit. The show is fun, but like, you know, and then the thing is, you know what? I think as an artist myself, I'm willing to bet there's plenty of artists out there who sing songs that they hate. You know what I'm saying? Like they didn't, they like, like, they, like they, 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 maybe they liked the song a bit when they made it. You know what I'm saying? But as time has gone on, they don't like the song anymore. Like they really don't like the song. Like they hate it. Like it was horrible. They wish they could have did it different or whatever. They didn't like the way they did the lyrics or whatever. They didn't like the beat. Something about it they didn't, they just hate. And, but the audience, the fans love the song. So guess what? You gonna, you gotta sing this song that you hate. You got to sing the song. You got to sing it because that's what the people want. And, you know, I think about that. I think about that kind of thing a lot because at some point you become like a slave to, you know, I don't know. What's the word? A slave to your craft? I don't know. You you, you know, you, you become a slave to what's popular or what what worked, what hit, you know? Um, because whatever what the people like, that's what they want. Like, how remember the guy? Um, the guy, um, what you talking about, Willis? And like, people would yeah, always uh, want him to Gary say that. Coleman. And he would be like, I'm not saying it, I'm not saying that. shit. I, there's a clip of him like cussing somebody out, and they they was like, Why are you overreacting? <laughs> it was like. They was just say like, it one time. Like, bro, <laughs> like, bro, that was 30 years ago, first of all. And I ain't no fucking little kid. You're going to just make me say some shit that I done told you. Look, <laughs> I give you autograph, but I'm not saying this shit. Yeah. NT do. I think it's D-U-E-X. I'm pretty sure it's that. D-U-E-X. Um, King Chucky ENT DUEX. That's the backup page. That's where we're streaming live to tonight. And I need you guys to go subscribe to there so you can get the uh, notifications that the live is come, you know, coming on. Because I don't know how, how long it's gonna be before I do any live streams on the main page. And, it, and it, I don't want to say the shit. Let me read the comments. Doc says, um, so just wondering, was Joe Jackson the first man to actually beat the black off his child? Like I hear them threatening in Walmart. Pretty funny. Oh, damn. Something about the 
8 time they sang it they just got tired of it yeah so you know doc so you must be a musician too because because i do music and just sometimes you get tired of a song like i was making a song it, it has happened many times at the point let's say early point like making the beat at that point you've already made it far into the beat and then you're like i don't like this shit you scrap it you might fucking delete that hoe and it's like that with, with, with making songs. I was in the studio, got to the point where it was all the way in the studio. I'm not talking about the studio in my garage, which I had. I'm talking about a professional ass studio. I'm all the way there. Because once I get there, I've already recorded the song at home. I've already, you know, I've done a lot with this song. So, and it's going to get recorded again professionally. You, you done practiced it a couple different ways. Yeah. You know, you I perfected it. A couple it, different ways. All this shit. And then I get into the studio to record the song and we start recording the song. And then halfway through it, I'm like, you know what? I don't like this song anymore. Like that happened like once or twice. So it's like half a song somewhere that didn't get finished just because I was like, you know, I not, I'm not feeling it anymore. The thing is, you know, if you, you know, especially when you're recording the song, you want to be feeling it at that moment. You know what I'm saying? You want to like the song uh, at that moment. Yeah, because it's performance time. It's like you, this is like the best performance you need to have if you're recording. Because, I mean, you're doing a show, you know, it's not going to be perfect. But when you're recording, like when you're actually recording something that you plan on sending out to the world, that's the one that you want to try to make sure you have it right. And it's all about the emotion because, you know, I used to put, I mostly recorded, dude. That's what I did mostly. And I would tell them, you know, it's about the emotion behind the words. You know what I'm saying? That's what make people feel it. You can say whatever you want to say, but if you're just talking or even when you're singing, it's the same thing. The emotion in the words, behind the words is what people feel. So that means you got to yeah. feel it. Because, I mean, I've. Yeah, I've done a lot of, mostly I engineered, but I've done a few songs uh, with the, you know, the guys or whatever. And, you know, I I, I, did, I never really liked my voice on on record. You know what I'm saying? And it was like, man, no, it's cool. It's like, yeah, I mean, whatever. I mean, y'all, look, this for y'all. This is what y'all wanted. So I did yeah. it. But... <laughs> Yeah. Uh, well, I used to feel like my voice is an instrument. I used to, um, and and that and and that's what Kendrick Lamar does. Um, that's what he does. You know, it's see, he's like a drummer, and and he he's also he's using his voice like a drummer, and he's also using it like a singer, and um, it's really 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 great how he does it. He he's making his voice into an instrument. Like literally, and and playing it with precision. Who was this guy? No, no, no. I was talking about Kendrick Lamar. Now that's just a random oh. person. Now scrolling on. Random. Yeah. So the King Chaka Ent Do page, Pat. I need you to subscribe to it too, so you can get the notifications for the lives and shit. I'm telling everybody to because I'm not gonna like I, I've been saying it a lot. I'm gonna keep saying it for a couple weeks. Um, 
you know, I need people to subscribe to that channel for them to get the lives. You don't have to subscribe, but just go to that channel to get the lives on YouTube. It really sucks, man, because um, we're at like 220 subscribers on um, on that main page. The page is really blowing up. And I can't even I can't even live stream to it right now, and I can't do it for a while. Or or they're gonna they they're I'm really afraid they're gonna take it. No, the old page. I said I'm not gonna stream to that one. Yeah, I mean I'll still be posting on that page, but I'm not gonna stream to it because I'm really afraid they're gonna take it. So it's gonna be a while before I live stream there because I really think they're watching that page, and it's the live streams where they get me. The uploads, not so much. It'd be the live streams that get me. So I figure if I just avoid the live streams for a while on that page, then they, they, they and wait for all those strikes to fall off, then I'll be good. Then I'll then I'll start live streaming to that page. Until then, it's gonna have to be the backup page. King Chuck Ant do like two in. That's French, right? D E U S, yeah. Mm. I think that's French. Do, um, yeah, that's probably closer to French. Um, to own stores. I don't know. I can't even look it up right now. Let me play this clip right here. And we'll get into some of the stuff, like the video you sent me and stuff. Let me play this clip. Agent and your God. If you do win an award tonight, don't use it as a, a platform to make a political speech, right? You're in no position to lecture the public about anything. You know nothing about the real world. Most of you spent less time in school than Greta Thunberg. So, if you win, right, come up, accept your little award, thank your agent and your God. And if you do win an award tonight, don't use it as... That's pretty funny. I need to get my ass back working out, I swear. I've been saying that for the longest, but I can feel it. I used to go hard. Yeah, I'm... Uh, I can feel myself getting... Well, shit, it's been a while for me going hard. Shoot, I ain't gonna lie. Like, if I, had, if I was at home every day... I would have started by now, but being out here on the road, I'd have me a gym membership or something, you know what I'm saying? Because, like, right now, shit, I had every, because I thought it was going to be warm down here. It's cold as hell. Um, I'm in Louisiana, so, you know. Shit, it's, it's cold here in Texas. It's Well, it's 41 degrees. That's cold to me. Huh? I say it's 41 degrees in Texas. That's cold to me. Let me see. Master Peter got in shape. He's an inspiration too. I've been following him for a while. He started walking, he started running. And he's been doing it all the time now. And that's why he does these little old, he talks while he's doing his walks. He got his kids out there doing it. Anybody that tell you walking don't do nothing, don't know what the fuck they're talking about. No, walking is good. Because we, we, we walk like fish swim. So, like, 
we just do it without thinking. So like, we should be doing a lot of it. Like, because our, um, our evolution, that was our evolution. You know what I'm saying? You always go back to that. But you think about our ancestors, they had to get everywhere on foot. You know what I mean? But that's one of the reasons why. That's one of the reasons why they they stay in shape. Yeah, exactly. That's my whole point. Right away, it's just like the animals in the wild, like the deer or whatever. Right after they're born, they already know how to run. The gazelle, like really quickly, they already can like outrun a wolf or something. Really quickly. And they, they have to, because if they if they if they can't, then they're lunch. So those evolutionary pressures is what made us who we are. But I wonder about our evolution now. Cause like earlier I was talking about hygiene. And I'm like, I wonder about our evolution now because we don't have to walk everywhere. We don't have to run from the lions, tigers, and bears no more. And we just consume, consume, consume. So, what was that movie? The movie with the spaceship? It was the, um, everybody lived on, like, outside. Of the, the earth was all fucked up. It couldn't grow no plants. Wally. It was the little robot. And everybody was little blobs, and they floated around on these, they drove around these little little like moving chairs and shit like they they never had to get out of this thing you know sleeping them and everything they did all their whole life on this thing there everybody is just like a little glob and they're all like in their own little world and the world is is shit and people are they're lazy one of them fell out of the chair and couldn't even get back into it damn <laughs> You know what movie I'm talking about? I I remember the name Wally. I uh, think I'm saying the right name. It's animated. It was like animated. A, an, an, yeah, yeah. I think I'm I'm pretty sure I saw that. Yeah, man. I think that was a really grim possible future for humans. Just turn into these blobs that float on, around on on floaty chairs, like um. The people who be killing, it kills me, the people at Walmart. That's one of the reasons why I don't go to Walmart, but how they get on those little carts oh, when, like, if your leg is broke or you can't walk or whatever it is, bro, you got a medical condition. But if you don't, get your lazy ass off of those fucking rolling carts. You get what I'm saying? No, I saw... I the, look, the last time I was in Walmart, I saw it was an older lady. She was in one, and then her grandson, who was in perfect health, he had one. I'm like, what the f fuck is this? like? What what the hell is happening here? As if me. you know, what I'm saying? and he like in it seriously, as if, huh? I was gonna say yes. Need to walk around the damn store, and and just like these people who get into wrecks and fights with people trying to park in the parking spot that's the closest to the fucking front door so they won't have to take five or ten extra fucking steps. Oh my fucking God. And that's why I say 
those five, ten extra steps, you probably need to take them five, ten extra steps, bro, for your health. Go ahead and park in the the, the park the spot that's the furthest from the door. That would be your healthiest probably move to make. And then it's probably going to be easier for you to get in and out. You ain't going to be stressing pulling out of the parking spot and about to get into a fight with somebody. Was that one of those <sighs> twins? Yeah, that was one of them. That was uh, Tia. Yeah, this one is the... Which one is this? Is that one? the married this one? This is or Tia. The... This is Tia. That's that's not the one that's on the TV show. Uh, okay, yeah, that's the married one. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I've been a fan of them since that show. I was a teenager when that they was on that show, Sister Sister or whatever. I kind of grew up watching them. You know, we're all about the same age. I'm the same age as them. I think I think exactly the same age, right at the same age. Like I grew up with them. I thought I was growing up with him. <laughs> dude. Yeah, they probably were a little bit. So we're coming back from our from vacation, our vacation and we wanted to... Um, I mean, it's almost like a vacation. No, it's just a staycation. Yeah, and we went. We made a record for you guys because we. I think this is why. We, right? we made a record. Remember song? We just want to share it. Here we go. Five, six, nah, I think seven, eight. eight. Wait, is this song one, Wait, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight? It's two, one, three. No, drinking. it's one, two, three. Drinking. Okay. Yep. One, two. Three. Drink Red Bull on the way from Santa Barbara. Okay, I've lost my attention. Uh, <laughs> oh, there she go again. She's so cute. Yeah, my night was going pretty good up until then. <laughs> Uh, we know how to hunt fish and grow our own food, too. Let's see what this guy's talking about. Or knows that's what we all need to know how to do. 57 ways to Come prepare on. top Come ramen noodles. People. I can show you. Y'all want to know one of the main reasons a lot of us ain't worried about this inflation or worried about this economy? It's because we've been broke for a long time. <laughs> Some of y'all just knew broke. That's why y'all freaking out. We can show you 57 ways to prepare top ramen noodles. I can show you 12 different ways to make spam. I don't know I about the spam. Show you how to make spaghetti noodles turn into a different meal every night for seven nights straight. Yep. We eat, can eat peanut butter and jelly sandwiches for breakfast and be happy that we got it. We could take a can of pork and beans, open them up, and just eat them. That's because we're survivors. We know how to make it. Some of y'all new brokes is going to have to learn how to learn the ropes. Y'all going to have to figure this thing out. That's all right. You got us old brokes here. Yeah, we'll teach you. We'll show you the way, baby. We <laughs> oh, man. I love that. That was so That's perfect, funny. bro. Yeah, that was so perfect, yeah, because I know about being broke. I grew up poor as fuck, so, like, that's why I say this shit don't scare me at all. Like, <laughs> I completely sympathize with everything that dude said, everything but the spam. Now, spam was around, but I can't eat that shit. I refuse to eat that.
I'm just gonna start, but I think I have opened nah, the can of pork and beans before oh, and shit like that. <laughs> you know, I kind of turn my nose up at ramen. Yeah, but again, I don't like ramen but either. I, but, but, but that's but that's because, but that's because of what I like what it's made of. Yeah, it's like plastic and shit. That's really, but still, because I'm. Mean, but still, yeah. it's still the same. When they get hungry, you know what I'm saying? There ain't much to eat. There's a couple packs yeah. of noodles in there. A uh, nigga finna eat. That's old girl. She from Houston. That's I um, she's looking for a hug. Queen just Brittany. She's all got a bunch of makeup on in this in for that picture. I don't know about that. But I can tell you that she's all made up in that picture. But she's not. I'm not saying she's ugly. I'm a fan of her. I, I saw her in person back when I used to do music because she's local. I performed at the same place she performed one night. And that was when that's um I didn't like personally meet her like or whatever. But then that's when I knew who the hell she was and I was like I became kind of a fan, not of her music. She's a tall chick. Mm, mm, Can't tell from these pictures, but she's really tall. Freaking well, what's, um, what's 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 tall for you? Uh taller than me. <laughs> you know, hey, you think she's six foot? Yeah, I'd, I'd put her at really close to six foot. She might be, she might be uh five eleven or something like that. And but she's also five wearing ten. four and a half, four and a half inch heels. But that's what I'm saying. I met her. I didn't meet her personally, but I was um, performed. Encountered her. Yeah, so I saw her in person. So I, she's. She's tall. I could. I, I know for a fact because I was, I was there. I saw her. So then that's kind of crazy. What's her name? She's from Houston, and um, so I wonder. She. It would be crazy if she could kind of help her career out a bit because really, old girl, just Britney's been doing it for a lot longer. She never blew up. She's really super local, and uh, uh, no, Megan. I, did, the, I, I know just Britney. Yeah, but we had a don't. TV channel, uh, a, a TV channel where we did a prank on her. Um, it was a like it was a local thing. Uh, That's what I'm saying. That's what know, I'm saying. Her, they don't people don't know yeah. her in like California or some shit, New York. They ain't gonna know who the fuck she is. But but Megan is from Houston too, and she went ahead and blow the hell up. I don't know. The quality of music isn't much different. I wonder what she did different. Yeah. Yeah, the music is like the same. Is that just that's just Britney, the one that's the uh, we was talking about you say is tall? Yeah. Or is that a different chick too? No, that was just Britney. That was just Britney. Yeah. She, I don't remember her like that. Man, she been thick like that the whole time, bro. It's been a few years though. The whole time she been thick like that. She's got thicker. She's kind of fat now. I ain't gonna lie, but she used to be like perfect. I am not suicidal. If anything happens to me when I go in there, you must all know that. So what? He's scared somebody's going to kill him? Okay. I am not suicidal. 
Or what? That, that's why I say I think it's that all that shit. Okay. His lawyer or whoever that okay. guy was was a part suicide. of a scam. I am like, innocent and I am not suicidal. If I did this, then it means that I stuck my fist in the fears of black Americans in this country for over 400 years and the fears of the LGBTQ community. Your Honor, I respect you and I respect the jury, but I did not do this. And I am not suicidal. And if anything happens to me when I go in there, I did not do it to myself. And you I can't help but to remember that he's an actor, you know? <laughs> I can't help but to remember that he's an actor while he's talking. Like, his job yeah. is to do performances like that. Just like that. Yeah. But see, but you know, my, my thing is, it's like, okay, is it even true that they found a letter saying that he was suicidal or like, what, what was the whole, I don't, uh, like I say, I, my my. Why does um, he think that anybody wants to kill him? What, what yeah, is like? That's I, I curious. Don't get it. Like who? Who's after? Why would who's Why would somebody? Him? Like who's? Yeah. Right. Yeah. I got it. <laughs> we gonna wait. I gotta get gonna, Jesse. Like he's like like, he's, like 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 he's uh what's the dude's name the uh the 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 human trafficking guy like <laughs> like you think you uh. Yeah, you think yeah. you Epstein or something, bro? Ain't nobody concerned with you, bro. Unless he's been concerned. involved in some some crazy stuff, and they, and he and he's actually accused or, or or threatened people that, or if he actually has to do jail time, he's gonna rat him out. Then maybe, maybe. Yeah, who knows? Like you don't know people personally, so you could see him possibly being tied up into some shit. But well, bro, uh, I mean, for him to make that come with that story of uh, the noose and the Nigerians, the like, I don't know, bro. I don't know. He's 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 either crazy or he's perform. He's doing a performance and and he's interviewing for a job or. I, shit, I don't know. <laughs> Doc says yes. Do is French for two, so that that's why I chose it. I was hopefully I was doing it right. So King Chucky NT do because it's the second page. It's my backup page, page number two. King Chucky NT do, D E U X. Wally, yeah, that was the name of the movie. Um, it's 150 days. What a freaking wussy. I know, right? God damn, bro. He probably gonna be in solitary or something. They're not gonna put him in general pop, so he's not even gonna know what it really feels like to be in jail. Um, he'll be out in like a month or two, as long as he doesn't cause shit. And like I say, he'll probably be in because they're gonna say maybe his safety or because he's a celebrity or something. I could totally see them, you know, not putting him with everybody else. So he ain't gonna know what it feels like, anyways. He gonna know how to eat. He gonna be eating shit for 150 days. <laughs> he gonna see what the prisoners eat. Man, that's one of the worst fucking punishments up in there. That trash that they fucking feed you, bro. Oh my god. And and drinking water over the fucking shitter. There's so many different fucking uh. Uh, tortures related to that shit. 
That's fucking torture. The sound of those doors closes. Yeah. <laughs> Getting your ass up at like 4 a.m. for breakfast. Did you hear about the... Go ahead. Um, no, I was uh, talking with... Well, this is some Louisiana news, but there was a, a like four-year-old... Um, some real young kids just above toddler around toddler age before they get to elementary school age one brother killed his other brother well you know i don't think they were twins but they were real close in age because the the parents left the gun in the car left them in the car and the gun was underneath the seat they playing around they ended up grabbing the gun and killing the one killed uh, the other brother. Yeah, and yeah this I is think like, I do remember that story. Yeah. Yeah. This just this just happened. This that's actually my cousin's nephews. Oh, this just happened. Oh, uh, don't. Yeah, this is like today. Yesterday, oh shit! Maybe. Damn, I thought she was talking about an older story. Damn, that's fucked up. Yeah, that's what I, I don't really like handguns. I don't really like handguns. I don't like the spirit of the handgun because I feel like it was made to kill a person. And I believe in spirituality. And I believe that that handgun has an energy related to it just because of what it was made, the intentions of what it was made for. And people act differently when they have guns. And it's just like, they, they it's like a spirit jumps into them. Like, you know, they get possessed. You know? You you mad at some road rage incident, and you end up shooting somebody, and you was just mad in the moment, and you wish you hadn't have done it. Spur of the moment, I don't know. That's just how I feel. I feel like rifles and like yeah. uh, shotguns and stuff are better because you got to go through the whole process of like <clears throat> putting shells in there and cocking it and raising it uh, all of that is time for you to get your second get your mind together and be like wait do i really want to do this you know what i'm saying the handgun is so quick it's already loaded a lot of times people don't be having them on safety Pow! real quick decision don't even have to take it off safety especially if it's like a revolver you just pull the hammer back at least that hammer, the hammer gives you another second to change your mind because you could grab the hammer and, 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 and put it down softly, change your mind. But that's why I like shotguns, rifles, and stuff like that because you kind of got to do a couple more steps. And also those type of weapons are used for, you know, hunting and shit. You know, uh, when it was made, it could have been made with the intention, the person who was making it, they could have been imagining someone using it to, you know, hunt deer or ducks or something like that. So therefore, the energy that is transcribed upon it is, is not going to be uh, malignant, if you will. Like, it'll be benign. It'll be not malicious. Does that make sense what I'm saying? Yeah. 
that's just the way my mind works. Um, I, re- I really believe in God. I really believe in God, and I believe that you know, uh, you know, you walk the you walk the path of righteousness, and God's God protects you on along the way. And if if it's your time to go, it's your time to go. But I also believe, you know, as a God's God's creature, you know, all the tools I need, God provides them for me. So, like, if I'm, I just feel like this. I feel like if I'm in a situation where I need to, uh, you know, violence, violence is necessary. I feel like the tools that I'll that I will need will be available to me, and I'll have the upper hand on my adversary. That's just how I feel. I feel like I could use my mind. You know what I'm saying? Their gun might turn into mine, or their gun might not matter. I have a fork right in my driver's uh, <laughs> in my driver's uh, door. I don't know why, but it's just random shit like that. I also have a bat. So, but you know, that's just how I feel. You might not be expecting a fork to the eye. <laughs> that might be something you didn't think was gonna happen. <laughs> now you can't see. <laughs> How you gonna shoot me? <laughs> you ain't gonna know where you shooting, bro. Doc says he'll get three to five time serve. Just get him out. Probably will. I prefer swords. I love swords. My dad had a sword. He gave me one. I had it in storage. What did I do with it? I can't think of where that is. Did I lose that? It was a Zulu sword. It was a shortened Zulu sword. It was like a spear, but it was shortened. Really fucking cool. Um... He had other swords too back in the days. That's crazy. I remember watching one of those episodes of uh, Pawn Stars, and some dude had like a sword, and he brought it in. And the damn thing was worth a whole bunch of money because it was like special as fuck. So yeah, you can you can invest in swords. Dumb hoes, they're probably not going to depreciate in value either. If if it's you know, if you if it's if it's authentic. Some of those shits, they were made to be, like, indestructible and, like, last forever. Like, and still as sharp as they were when they were first made. Like, amazing shit. Um, I was reading about how they said they had swords that could bend all the way to a 90-degree angle and go back to their original form with no damage to the blade. That's amazing. Amazing craftsmanship. What 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 can we make today like that? That shows our, the ancients they were better. Could they make a sword like that today? If they could, it probably would have to be some of them people who had the knowledge passed down to them of how to do it. Anyway, I feel like I'm putting you out of sleep. Um, Pat, you seen, you sent me, um, a video, you sent me this video like twice, 
I meant to go over it. Here it is. Um, and then I got the Kelly. But this is an hour long. Um, I got the Kelly video. I mean, I got a video on. And let me play that first because the life insurance deaths. Um, death spiked in 2021, and this is after, uh, this is after the, um, you know, supposedly got a hold of Corona. Um, but these are all different kinds of deaths. It's not necessarily related to Corona. It's just there's been an uptick in deaths. The data has come out from these insurance companies. So, oh. Let me play this. Hello. You heard what I was saying? What do you say? What do you say, Pat? No, um, I'll just say the data is only gonna be useful to certain demographic, but I don't know what you mean. I'm, but um, shoot, I can't. It's, it's, it's across the board, all different kinds of deaths. It's because the insurance companies are the ones that have to pay these pay out. So they have this data. So it's, it's really good data. Let me, let me play some of this. Executive. Hey guys, thanks for joining me. So former BlackRock executive, I know BlackRock, big bad BlackRock, but he's a former executive. Um, and he's an investment advisor. CB19, he sounded the alarm reset. on Moderna and Pfizer as sinking ships that investors need to abandon. And I think that's gonna get more apparent as we start coming through all this data that was dumped yesterday. So yesterday we received 10,000 pages of Pfizer's clinical trial data um, that they had submitted to the FDA to get full approval of their vaccine. This is and interesting stuff, y'all. Pay attention. All of the data that they submitted, they gave about 400,000 pages, and we're going to be getting all of those pages within the next several months. So as people comb through all of that and they start to see some uh, inconsistencies and start to see that there's some issues uh, possibly that get exposed in that data dump, then Edward Dowd's prediction will be even more spot on. But Dr. Peter McCullough posted a clip of Dowd discussing fraud surrounding clinical trials with Christy Lay on Twitter. So let's watch this clip. You know, I didn't personally take the jab primarily because I need two things. Operation Warp Anything sounded like a disaster. Um, anytime you rush something, there's gonna be corners cut. Um, the drug was experimental because it normally, and the second thing I know is it normally takes seven to 10 years for safety data to be effective on um, vaccines. So. With those two things, I just said, I'll wait and watch. That's, so that's all I knew at the time. Then around May, June, July of last year, we started hearing all the anecdotes, all the studies started coming in, the side effects, the deaths, the, the athletes dropping. Um, you wouldn't find this on mainstream media. I'm an avid Twitter follower because I'm an investor, so I look for alternative sources of information. I've always been a seeker of the truth and information to make money for my clients back when I was at BlackRock and now for myself. So I was on the side effects early. I saw the VAERS database. And so I was very suspicious. Then around um, November, a friend of mine in the biotech industry 
pointed out to me that the all-cause mortality endpoint had been missed by Pfizer in the, in the original clinical trial. And I said, whoa, what, what, I didn't hear that. Okay, so what he means by that is when um, the clinical trial that was submitted, the data that was submitted by Pfizer um, actually states that there was no difference really in the all-cause mortality between the vaccinated and the unvaccinated group. So biologistics license application that was submitted and it actually, this was given to the, the FDA to apply for vaccine approval in November of 2021. And it states in that document, quote, from dose one started on July 27th, 2020 through the March 13th, 2020 data cutoff date, there were a total of 38 deaths. Okay, 38 total deaths between for everybody that, that uh, either vaccinated or unvaccinated. 21 were in the vaccinated group and 17 of those deaths were in the placebo group. And none of the deaths were considered related to vaccination, they said. So um, now, there, I mean, there's, there were fewer deaths actually in the unvaccinated group and than there was the vaccinated group, although the margin of error is really minimal. So you can't say, well, there were more deaths. So maybe that was attributed to something like the vaccine or something. It was pretty much like it, there was no difference in deaths. So 21 deaths versus 17 deaths in the, in the clinical trial data, the vaccine group had 21,047 participants. And in the placebo group, there was 20,794 participants. So a difference of about 250 participants. So 250 more people were in the vaccine group versus the unvaccinated group. But there were three more deaths, four more deaths in the, um, in the uh, vaccinated group than the unvaccinated group. So again, I wouldn't read into that, like the vaccine caused deaths or anything like that at that point, because that's such a, the margin of error, but it's, it, it's very telling that there was no difference in deaths. And the, old, the point of the vaccine is to prevent you from dying. Now, also preventing severe disease would be a good thing. I mean, look, death isn't the only thing that can happen to you, right? You could end up hospitalized, um, with big medical bills, like you don't want that either. So we're not really talking about that. But when it comes to the outcome of deaths, they missed that mark when it comes to um, their clinical trial data. So Dowd also spoke about life insurance companies seeing a major uptick in mortality in 2021 versus 2020. Here's Edward Dowd on Bannon's War Room. Online is this: the insurance companies reported this week um, we uh, saw mortality up in 21 versus 20 despite vaccines. That's number one issue. Number two, we saw a spike in younger working age individuals, which also coincided with the vaccine mandates in Q3. So that's just devastating right there. And I also want to give just a quick five companies that reported some of the numbers we're seeing. These are Q4 benefit ratio results versus baseline of 2019 pre-pandemic. Uh, Unum saw plus 36%. Uh, Lincoln National plus 57%, Prudential plus 41%, Damn. Uh, Reinsurance Group of America plus 21%, and, and Hartford plus 32%. Yikes. Okay, so we're seeing a lot of all-cause mortality deaths. These are not necessarily related to COVID. This is people dying of a lot of different things. And there's a lot we could take away from that. We could say, well, it was um, the lockdowns caused uh, tons of harm to society, People are dying more of Alzheimer's. People are dying more of depression, suicide, um, very, I'm sure, heart attacks and uh, diabetes deaths. I believe all of those are up as well. 
So, and you know, the insurance companies are up on this, right? Because they're the ones paying it out. They're the ones having to pay when somebody dies. So they're collecting all of this data. They've got a lot of data. And actually when the insurance companies start coming out more publicly with their robust data, we're gonna see an interesting battle between the insurance companies and big pharma. So it'll be big insurance versus big pharma because the big insurance companies might start pointing the finger at big pharma and saying, your product didn't work. You know, it, they, I mean, they could come out and say your product caused more damage. They could come out and say your product just didn't work at all. They could start pointing the finger at government and saying you guys and your lockdown strategies caused all these problems because now we're having to pay. We're stuck with the bill. It's the insurance companies that are stuck with the bill. So insurancenews.net actually spoke with reps from life insurance company One America. And Jonathan D. Neal, the company's spokesperson, said, quote, based upon our analysis of Center for Disease Control national data, there has been a 40% increase in death rates for individuals age 18 to 64 years old. So 40% increase in death rates for individuals 18 to 64. Now we know that with COVID, the risk of death is above the age of 60. So it's 65 and older. So this is the group of people that shouldn't be dying during this pandemic. And yet a 40% increase across the US when comparing Q3 2021 data to pre-pandemic data from the same period in 2019. So that is what they're seeing, 40% increase in a younger cohort, that's not so great. Um, again, we're gonna see this battle play out potentially between big insurance and big pharma and government. Um, Neil goes on to say that the impact for One America totals more than 100 million in group life insurance and disability claims for 2020 and in 2021, roughly 35 million and 80 million respectively. So the CEO of One America said, what we're seeing right now, the highest <coughs> death rates we've ever seen in the history of this business. Oof. That's not so good. That is pretty bad. Now, insurancenews.net also reports that, that not every insurance company is seeing the same trend of this high of rates. They all seem to be seeing an uptick, but not necessarily at the 40%. In fact, Foster's Financial, which also sells life insurance products, said, um, they said that 40% mortality increase is stunning, but they said that Foresters is having a little bit of a different picture there. They said, we're not experiencing that type of mortality. Um, he said he wasn't, you know, he didn't give the numbers, but he did say, I will say we have certainly experienced an uptick in mortality. So for him to say that, it must be noticeable. So they're having an, a noticeable uptick in mortality, but he's saying 40% is stunning. So it'd be interesting to find out what level of increase they're seeing. But it does look like every single life insurance company is seeing an uptick in deaths and they're not all COVID related. I mean, COVID related, I suppose, if you wanna say um, that they are for you know the pand you know, pandemic related, I guess. Now, Dowd is a financial guy. So of course he's gonna give some financial warnings and he predicts that we are closing in on some pretty dark financial times. The global debt uh, bubble is at, is at its peak and um, it's becoming apparent uh, given what's going on across the globe, that um, we're at the end. And due to that fact, um, we're going to see um, lots of crazy things in the financial markets. I think uh, we're going to see um, the credit markets become unhinged, the equity markets become unhinged. Um, you know, the Fed got a reprieve from COVID when they were able to, you know, the cover of COVID print 65% more money um, to keep this thing afloat. But we're at the end end days here. And um, a lot of what you're seeing in the response from global governments is what I believe is um, setting up a system to, um, you know, under the guise of medical tyranny, 
to uh, prevent uh, the riots that are going to ensue once this thing all unwinds. Mm. That's my personal belief, and I, I watch what people do know what they say. Well, I'm sure now, and this was before the war, you know, he was saying this before we had this breakout. And so now, of course, they're going to be using the war as an excuse. And we're going to see a lot of, uh, I, I would imagine, you know, he's talking about them o using overreach and government powers and claiming that it's medical, you know, the pandemic. But we're probably also going to be see it based on, you know, misinformation because Russia bots and all of these other things. So, um, but you know, I think we all knew that the financial market was in real bad shape. And uh, potentially going to, you know, I think we're definitely facing a recession, potentially even a depression now with the war. So, you know, ominous stuff here. Um, and again, he said all of that before the war. And this guy, you know, Dowd, he's been ahead of the market trends throughout his career. Um, yeah, man, <clears throat> that part this guy said right here. Let me play this again, because. This is what it is, so I won't have to say it myself. Closing in on some pretty dark financial times. The global debt uh, bubble is at, is at its peak, and um, it's becoming apparent, uh, given what's going on across the globe, that um, we're at the end. And due to that fact, um, we're going to see um, lots of crazy things in the financial markets. I think uh, we're going to see um, the credit markets become unhinged, the equity markets become unhinged. Um, you know, the Fed got a reprieve from COVID when they were able to, you know, the cover of COVID print 65% more money um, to keep this thing afloat. But we're at the end end days here. And um, a lot of what you're seeing in the response from global governments is what I believe is um, setting up a system to, um, you know, under the guise of medical tyranny to uh, prevent uh, the riots that are gonna ensue once oh. this thing all unwinds. That's my personal belief. And I, I watch what people do know what they say. I think people are going to be very upset once they really figure out that they like, you know, how horribly they've been getting screwed and how much they've been getting lied to. And when the bubble bursts, people are going to be mad. People are going to be pissed off. I think that's the case. Um, so what do y'all think about it? What do y'all think about the, um, the deaths, right? <clears throat> the increase in deaths. Um, not, not, I guess they're saying not related, not related to COVID. Well, so what, what is the cause of it then? What do you all think about that? Um, and also the global market, like, um, I, we was talking about how, like the events that's happening, a lot of these events are related to the dollar and, and, and basically the bubble. The bubble of the dollar, the dollar bubble. Yo, and hope I don't get in trouble for playing that last video. I probably shouldn't have played that shit. <laughs> I'm always testing the damn waters, bro. That shit gonna get me. You are King Chucky N T D E U X. You know, and you can find us on Facebook, Twitch, Twitter, um, Rumble. Anchor, Spotify, and Apple.